to Statements of Opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that a lot of you might familiar with. Um, I'm sure you've heard of some of them before, and that's conspiracy theories. Now, when I'm talking about conspiracy theories, I just want to be clear that I'm not really talking about the political kind. You know, we're not going to be getting into QAnon and all of that and some of these things, George Soros, all those kinds of things. I'm talking about the more whimsical conspiracy theories, the ones that, you know, we're not sure if it's true or if it's not true, the ones that kind of sometimes make you laugh and sometimes they make you scratch your head and, you know, (laughs) sometimes both. So those are the types of conspiracy theories we're going to get into today. So let's get started. Now, I think that most of us are familiar with one of the most famous conspiracy theory out there, and that is Bigfoot. Now, Bigfoot is supposedly a man who, or not a man, oh, okay. So Bigfoot is a creature, a human-like creature, a huge hairy beast that walks upright, has a lot of human features, but also looks very hairy, like a bear. Very hairy, very animal-like, like um, like prehistoric cavemen, the kind of p- depictions that you've had in cartoons and things like that. And there have been for years, for decades, I don't even know how far it goes back, probably 1800, 1700, who knows where it started. I haven't really researched it, so that's why I can't give you that much information about it, but I've heard about it all my life, um, that there is a possibility of a Bigfoot, a creature, a beast that, that lives out there, some kind of hominid. And... The stories I've heard usually take place in in the Pacific Northwest, like um, Washington and Oregon, and that's where I've heard the sightings are from. As a matter of fact, there's even a famous uh, film from 1967. It's called the Patterson-Gimlin film, and it's uh, like a 60-second a film of Bigfoot apparently walking by. And it's caught on camera. And it is certainly seems to be this hairy, human-like beast walking by. And there's been a lot of analysis of this film to see, you know, is it true? Is it not? You know, is it faked? You know, is it just some tall person in a suit, in a costume, walking by for the cameras and it was all set up? And you know what? That's certainly a possibility. And that's the thing about conspiracy theories, Right. We don't know if they're real. We can't tell. I mean, I'm sure some of you have an opinion about it. There's people who believe it, people who don't. I'm going to tell you, I don't know. I don't know. Because for me, I need, I need evidence. I need proof, okay? So when you think about it, one, if Bigfoot really exists, where's the skeletal remains? How come we've never found a carcass? How come we've never found a dead example of a Bigfoot? We have fossils for dinosaurs and for um, fish, all kinds of animals, even humans. 
from hundreds of years ago. We're finding them frozen in the ground, but we have no physical evidence of a Bigfoot. Just these sightings and big giant footprints, right? Now, can that be faked? It absolutely can. We know this. But was it faked? Would we hear all of these reports if, if there wasn't some truth to it? So for me, I don't know. I don't have enough evidence to go on either side. So Bigfoot could really exist. As far as I'm concerned, that's a very real possibility. I mean, it's not that far-fetched. But on the other hand, on the other side of it, how come we don't have physical evidence of it? So that sows the seeds of doubt, for me at least. I don't know about you, but for me, it's like, "Mm, wouldn't we have found something? Wouldn't we have seen something? You know, wouldn't we have come across something? It it reminds me of the Loch Ness Monster, right? Now, you know, I'm just going to preface this. I don't know that much about it. All I know about is what I've seen <laughs> in TV, on TV and in movies about the Loch Ness Monster. And I've seen pictures. I think there is even a small film of the Loch Ness Monster as well. But what I know of it is simply this kind of snake-like, eel-like, I don't know, creature that swims in, in this water and, you know, there's always a picture of the head that's kind of elongated and, and these humps that are part of the body that kind of just break the surface. You know, and, and it looks really convincing what I've seen, but where is the evidence of that? How come we don't have, again, any physical evidence? No, you know, how come we don't have any dead Loch Ness monsters beached? you know, or skeletal remains or anything. Every picture that people seem to capture is grainy. It's off in a distance. It's hard to see. You know, it's hard to make out details, which could be, you know, in the Loch Ness Monster's case, an arm sticking out of the water, right? In Bigfoot's case, a, a person in a party suit. So, it's really, really hard to tell. And, and isn't that what drives our, our conspiracy theories? That's, that's what makes them that. Because we don't have definitive evidence. We don't have definitive proof. There's nothing to say, yes, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. Hey, look, behind the shield, you know, it's not really the great and powerful Oz. It's just some, some man talking into a microphone <laughs> using some special effects. So... We haven't found that yet, right? We haven't found the curtain that we can peek behind yet. And until we have that, these kinds of stories are going to continue to kind of float around out there. Another conspiracy theory revolves around a town called Roswell, New Mexico. Okay? And back in 1947, I believe it was, July of 1947, something crashed in Roswell. And that has become a conspiracy theory because the theory is that it was some sort of UFO, unidentified flying object that crash landed there and the government covered it up because, you know, they don't want us to know that there are aliens out there. That's the theory, right? So here's another situation where you have all of this. Well, actually, in, in this situation, you have debris, you have physical evidence, but it doesn't point to anything definitively. 
So we have all of this debris from something that crashed to the ground. The government says it was a weather balloon or some sort of uh, experimental balloon or some sort, right? But the people who found these pieces of material say that the material wasn't anything you could find on on this planet, on Earth, anything that could be man-made. So they were definitely convinced that it had to be some alien life form. Now, in order to believe in this conspiracy theory, you have to believe that UFOs exist, aliens exist. UFOs are unidentified flying objects. So is that beyond our realm of belief? No, I, I actually don't think so. I mean, this world, this globe, this, you know, humanity itself is very complex and it has a lot of things involved in life, you know, what's the meaning of life and all of that. And we still don't know the origins of life. Now, I know I'm going to get a lot of talk about that because, you know, that's, you're going to be dealing with evolution and you're going to be dealing with religion. How did we really start? I'm not going to get into all of that, but I am going to say that it's not, it's not hard to think or believe that it's possible that another life form could live out there, that there could be aliens who are smarter than us, who have better technology than we have, that have come to the to this planet to check us out. Because wouldn't we do the same? We're already visiting the moon. We're already visiting Mars, right? We're already visiting other planets and trying to figure out if there are other life forms out there. What would we do if we came across another planet that had life? In existence, would we be hiding from them? Would we be out in the open? How would they treat us? So, you know, I say that to say that it's definitely something that could possibly happen. That aliens could possibly exist. It's it's something that's possible. Another conspiracy theory is Area Fifty One. Right, Area Fifty One is supposedly this top secret uh, base that did a lot of experimentation on aliens. Apparently the aliens that crashed in Roswell were brought to area 51 to be dissected and, and investigated right back in the day. They didn't even um, say that area 51 existed. The, the government wouldn't even acknowledge that that was a military base there, you know, and they had to get, fly over and, and take satellite pictures of, of it just to say, hey, look, there is something here. They keep saying no, but look, you can see the buildings. You can see everything here. You know, today, in this day of, of drones, I wonder if we would have been able to get our drones to fly over Area 51 and would have, you know, quickly solved that mystery. But they do say there's a there's a military base there, but Definitely not aliens, that's what they say. But who knows, you know, if you saw Independence Day, okay, they had some aliens there. They had a crash-landed spaceship, and they had aliens, and they were dissecting them and looking into them. And so, you know, I mean, it could happen. It could be that way, right? They could, they could do that. And there could be, there could be aliens. It could be. You know, there could be a species that's way far more advanced than we are. 
And maybe they're watching us now. Hey, maybe they're listening. And hey, if you are listening to this podcast, please subscribe. But anyway, it's possible. That's all I'm saying is possible. So there's a lot of conspiracy theories that are running around there. And I think that the reason why they they have so much traction and they continue to to exist and be passed on and, and to be wondered about is because they're not so far-fetched that you're like, oh, absolutely not. There's no way that could happen. They're the kinds of things that hmm, make you say, hmm, you know, that, that really could happen. I could see that. Well, you know, or there's evidence that's inconclusive, right? Hey, this, this, there, there's this footprint here. Hey, there's this uh, um, debris that doesn't seem to be anything, any material that we've ever seen before. You know, hey, there's some some kind of installation here that they're pretending doesn't exist. So it could happen. It could be. And that's why these things persist. And that's why the conspiracy theories with theorizing. We don't we don't know for sure. I mean, some people are quite convinced one way or the other on their conspiracy theories, right? You're convinced it exists or you're convinced it doesn't exist. And there's nothing anybody can say that will change your mind, right? But some of us are not convinced either way. So I could go either way, you know, give me the right evidence, give me a little bit more to go on. And then, and then maybe I could decide, um, yeah, yeah, I can get behind that or no, no, that's not, that's not plausible. That's not reasonable to believe that that's, there's no way that that could have really happened. That I, and, and I, th- I also think that's kind of the fun of conspiracy theories to try and figure out, hey, did that really happen? Hey, is is that real? Do you really think that there is? And then sometimes it's kind of fun to go and, and see if you can find it yourself. You know, a lot of people, tourists, will go to Loch Ness to try and see if they can see the Loch Ness monster, you know, if they can get a glimpse of it, go out to where the Bigfoot sites are, or they go, like I mentioned before, to Roswell, New Mexico to See, you know, the place where the aliens crash landed. There, There's some kind of whimsical fun attached to some conspiracy theories. You know, we like to, to imagine imagine the possibilities. There's, there's a lot of things out there for our imagination. Now, I'm not going to mention certain conspiracy theories because <laughs> I don't want to destroy anybody's childhood beliefs or (laughs) any children who might happen to hear it. But it kind of takes our imagination away, right? It helps us to do that. You know, we kind of get carried away with our imaginations because our imaginations are so vast. And we have all these different possibilities that could be out there. Buried treasure. If you look hard enough, you'll find it, right? You can imagine the possibilities, right? And and they are endless. They're as endless as your as your mind, as as your imagination. So I think that conspiracy theories will continue to flourish until we have some definitive evidence or proof. And that's the other thing. I think we we want proof. We want proof. Show me. Show me. Like the conspiracy theory that kind of floats around that the landing on the moon didn't happen. I don't know where that came from. I really don't. I think that there's enough evidence to prove 
that we did actually land on the moon. If you think about the kind of technology that we had back in 68, was it? It would have been really difficult, if not impossible, to fake that. (laughs) Or, you know, the television technology that we had at the time. I don't think that it would have been easy to make a reproduction of that, of something that we hadn't even seen before that close. How would we know what the moon looks like if we didn't land there? If we've never if we've never been there before. So, you know, we don't have the kind of telescopic abilities that we can hone in from here onto the moon surface and see the craters that are there and see the type of uh, um dust or dirt or whatever was on the surface on the ground how would we know that and i think that we see proof every day that you know astronauts go into outer space we can see the effects of zero gravity we can see the spaceships we can see all of that so we know that people travel into outer space so why is it so hard to believe that we could land on the moon why is that a far-fetched idea. See, I think that's a conspiracy theory that doesn't make sense to me. So I'm very definitive on that. The evidence shows that we landed on the moon. And it doesn't make any sense to me that we would even pretend we didn't. Other countries have said that they've landed on the moon as well. So why, why would we, what would we gain from having made that up and how would we convince other countries to also pretend to have landed on the moon it doesn't give us any extra income it doesn't make us richer it doesn't do anything to have faked it and pretend um so i'm not really sure why i haven't really researched why people don't believe that There's a lot of things people don't believe, so, you know, (laughs) as we just discussed. But this is is one conspiracy theory that I I can't get behind. I'm sorry. Um, Give me some definitive proof or something. It's it's like the flat earth thing. I, I can't get behind that. I mean, every piece of evidence I've ever seen shows that the earth is round. And so, uh, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Okay, I'm not an expert on things. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Listen, if you can prove me wrong, if you can show me the evidence, the proof that I'm wrong, hey, I'll admit it. Or or maybe I won't. <laughs> but, but I'll look at it and I'll listen to you at least. So if you've got it, you know, bring it forward. But I don't see that, that happening. So anyway, why don't you let me know some of your conspiracy theories that maybe you believe in or that you have proof of you know share them in our comments i'd love to hear it love to go over it maybe maybe we'll do a part two if we get enough comments and enough ideas we could we could uh talk about a few more conspiracy theories so let me know of any that you know of and um we could we, we can explore that so thanks for listening Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content like this. And I'll talk to you next time.